with the fundraisers and all the things. I was looking to see, I got a postcard from, uh, I may not have brought that. I thought I was sticking in my Bible. Uh, we got a postcard from uh, Look Up, you know, just thanking us for coming. And Gracie was on the front of it. Gracie was on the front of it. Did you see? Did you know that? No, it shows you. Okay, all right. But a picture from actually from her from last year was on the front of it. I had to bring it, and I'll, I meant to bring it and give it to you. Okay, and the video they'll send the video later. Okay, okay, yeah. All right, good deal. All right, well, praise the Lord. So thank you guys for uh, sharing, and and I know uh, you know it was a great week for them, and they had fun, and and the best picture I saw all week was Matthew doing a face plant in the mud. That was the perfect picture, man. I tell you, I, I got to get that one fitted up here and, and show that one. That was that was a good picture, but no, but but uh, they all had a great time. All right, so let's open up our Bibles just real quick to uh, Ephesians chapter six. And uh, man, I, I tell you, I am getting good at doing short sermons. I, you know, so I've only got about twenty minutes, so we, I think I can do this uh, here because we are uh, uh, we've been doing a series on on the name of Jesus, and then. Uh, the last couple weeks, the Lord kind of the Lord kind of interrupted that, and we did some talking about the the heart of God and the love of God. And and uh, last week, you know, we talked about exactly really what what BJ was talking about earlier about you know if you want to see if you want to know what God's like, just look at Jesus, you know, and see what He was like, and you'll see exactly what God's like. Um, but this morning, we're going to start our series on prayer. We're finally going to get around to it. And we're going to start this series on prayer. And I'm just going to do an introduction, just a real brief introduction this morning. And I really hope that uh, don't turn me off, okay? Don't, don't, you know, don't think, oh, well, prayer, you know, I, you know, I don't need to know about prayer. I know I pray every night. I've, I've got that down pat. I want us to see, I, you know, it's, it's this whole thing. We've talked about it two or three times. Uh, two or three people mentioned it. But, but I want us to, to change the way we look at it. Look at it from his perspective. Look at it from, from, we're going to look at, you know, why do we pray? How should we pray? You realize there's more than one type of prayer. There's, I mean, there's probably about 12 or 13 different types of prayer in the Word. And, you know, it's kind of like I heard, uh, I heard somebody say, I heard uh, Brother Hagin say one time, uh, you know, because Brother Hagin taught a lot on prayer, and, and it was a big part of his ministry, too. Uh, but Brother Hagin said one time somebody somebody made the comment to him and said, "Well, prayer's prayer, isn't it?" And he said, "He said, yeah, prayer's prayer." And he said, "Sports is sports." He said, "But but go out and try and play basketball with football rules, or try to play baseball with with basketball rules. Guess what? It doesn't work too well. You know. Now I don't want to turn I, I don't want to turn prayer. Now, now please hear this. I don't want to turn prayer into a bunch of rules and regulations and and things, do's and don'ts. I mean, that's not what it's about at all. One of the things I want you to see, and, and I'm hoping that through throughout this whole series that we do on prayer is that you see this, that one of the key things about prayer, one of the main things about prayer that I want you to get out of it is this. Prayer is about intimacy. You know, if I ask you, if I ask you this morning, I'm not going to, I'm not going to ask you to raise your hands, but, but if I ask you this morning how many of you struggle in prayer, how many of you think that prayer is is hard or prayer is uncomfortable, uh, I guarantee you the majority of people would raise their hands. You know, uh, and, and, and there's a lot of different reasons for that because sometimes sometimes we just feel like that, uh, sometimes we just feel like we don't know how to pray. 
Sometimes we feel like, well, well, I've, I, you know, I've, I've got all these unanswered prayers in the past, and, and I don't even know whether God hears me. You know, we think things like, well, well, God really don't care about me, you know, because He's never answered any of my prayers. Um, and then, and then, you know, we have these thoughts like, well, well, God really likes so and so because all they talk about is answered prayers, but, but I never have any prayers answered, so, so something must be wrong with me. Get back to the religious mindset, you know. But that's but see that is totally a wrong picture of what prayer is. And and so in this series we're going to look at we're going to explore the different the different avenues of prayer the different ways the different types of prayer uh, how to pray and different things like that. But this morning I want to lay a foundation. I want to I want to give you like three or four points here. But I want to start with these with these couple verses and these will probably be kind of our main texts uh, as we go through this. But Ephesians six eighteen says this. This is right after right after the, the armor of God scripture, you know, put on the whole armor of God from verse 10 through verse 17. Uh, and actually, at, at the end of verse 17, verse 18 is kind of a continuation. Verse 17 says this, take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. And then it, and in verse 17 it has a, a colon and, and then it goes to verse 18. But verse 18 says this, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. But I just want you to notice that one phrase where he said, praying always with all prayer. So, so if, there, if there was not more than one type of prayer, he would just say, praying always, praying always, pray. You know, That's what he would have said. But he said, praying with all prayer. If you look at different translations... Different translations will say all manner of prayer. Uh, some of them will say all kinds of prayer. There's, there's different words that it will use in there. So, we are, so in this series, we're going to look at the different kinds of prayer and, and you know, uh, how prayer works in different situations. I, I'll say this statement, kind of, kind of one of these statements that kind of rocks people sometimes, but, but I've said this for years, and, and, I, and I still believe 100% that it's a true statement is that I believe sometimes we pray too quick. We pray too quick. And you might say, well, Pastor, I didn't think it was wrong to pray too quick. Well, but the reason I say that is this, because so many of the times we pray about things without ever going into the Word to see what God's, what God's heart in, about it is. You know, if you don't know what God says about it, then how are you going to pray with confidence? If you know what he said, and I'll flip that around, it, but if you know what he says about a situation, then you can pray with all the confidence in the world because you know what God said about it. You know what his heart is on it. And if you know what God's heart is, if you know what God's, we use this word a lot, and, we, and we'll probably talk about this in a series, but if you know what God's will is in a certain situation, then you know what? You can have confidence that, that your prayers will get heard. And that he'll hear you. And not only that he hears you, but that he'll answer your prayers. I, I don't know about you, but I would love to get, I would love to be able to say 100% of my prayers get answered. Wouldn't you love that? Well, guess what? If you pray according to the scriptures, you can say that. Because your prayers would be answered. Here's, here's something that'll, that'll knock you off your horse a little bit, maybe. If your prayers aren't getting answered, it's because, it's not because of God. I'll put it that way. It's not on God's end. 
He's not withholding from you. He's not up there saying, oh, I'm going to make him pray 32 times before I answer that one. More than likely, we, we are not praying, are not, we, we, are not, we are not doing what we need to do. Now, it just goes back to doing and what, not, not going against what BJ said, but, but listen, we have a part to play. We, this is not all, well, well, I'm just leaving it up to God and let God do whatever He wants to do. Well, then you'll be sitting a long time. Because there's a part you play, and there's a part I play in this. So if your prayers aren't getting answered, it's not on God's end. We need to examine what we're doing. Whether, whether we're in love, whether we're out of faith, whether we're, I mean, you know, there's all kinds of things. And we're going we're gonna to examine that and look at this. But here, here's one of the things. Uh, turn over to John chapter 15 real quick, and I'm, I'm going to hit these real quick, and, and we'll come back and look at some of these scriptures in, as we dig into this a little bit more. But to me, here's one of the big, the, one of, one of the big scriptures in prayer that, that I think a lot of people miss. And, and, uh, and it says this, in John 15, verse 7 and 8, he said this. He, Jesus said, now this is the words of Jesus, and he said this. He said, if you abide in me, and my words abide in you, ask what you desire, and it shall be done for you. Now, there's two, there was two qualifications there that he, that he said, before you can ask whatever you desire and it'll be done, there's two qualifications. That you abide in Him and His Word abide in you. Amen. If you abide in Me and My Word abides in you, then you can ask whatever you will and it'll be done for you. If your prayers aren't getting answered, you might check those two areas first. Are you abiding in Him, and is His Word abiding in you? See, because His Word brings what? The, the psalmist says that His Word gives light. The problem is a lot of people are praying in the dark, spiritually speaking. They're praying in the dark because they don't have His Word shedding light on their situation. Amen. And then look at verse 8. He goes on by this. Now, this is another incredible scripture. Listen to this. By this, my Father is glorified that you bear much fruit, so you will be my disciples. Now, what kind of fruit is he talking about there? Now, if you put seven and eight together, what, he, what Jesus is saying is this. When you pray and get answered prayers, that's fruit that you're bearing that glorifies God. Interesting. So, so one of the key things that we're going to focus on is this in in these in these um, series that we're, in this series that we're doing on prayer is the fact that you have to abide in Him, and He has to His Word has to abide in you. If you get those two things down, you're going to be in pretty good shape. Amen. So we'll, we're going to talk about that a lot. But now listen, too many times we just leave it up to God. Too many times we're like, you know, well, God, just whatever, you know, I, I'm just, I, I just pray you work this out, whatever your will is. But you realize that, that God has left it up to us in a lot of areas. He's given us authority. He's given us the authority here on the earth 
to speak things and to say things and to do things. Now, it's all, it's all with Him and, in, and there again, the, the first key, abiding in Him. This is not about your own strength, how good you are, how smart you are, what you can do. We're abiding in Him. You always look a whole lot better in Him than you do out of Him. When you get out of Him, you're not going to get very many prayers answered. Because the first, the first thing that we saw, Jesus said, you have to abide in Him. And if you go against the Word, if you're trying to get something that the Word tells you is, you know, that goes against what God says to do, then you're not going to get those prayers answered. I, I was praying yesterday and, and just thinking about some things yesterday, last night, and and uh, and this and I've had this thought before, and it came. The Lord, the Holy Spirit, brought it up to me again. And and you know, uh, sometimes sometimes uh, we ask for things that uh, I, I was talking to Stacy about this. We were actually talking about this this morning in in uh, our devotions in the praise and worship team. But uh, you know, Stacy says she describes it as kind of like the big picture. You know, as parents, sometimes when our kids ask us to do things. We'll say no, and they may not understand it, but we see the big picture. You know, they're looking at this one little opportunity here in front of them, and they don't understand why they can't do this one thing. Well, we, we see the big picture where they're only looking at one little narrow thing. You know, and sometimes they don't understand that. Well, and, and last night I was, I was praying, and, and this, just this example rose up in my spirit. You know, we, uh, when our kids were younger... They, you know, we started them out with Nerf guns. They had Nerf guns, you know, and they would shoot each other with Nerf guns. And, and then, then we went up to airsoft guns, you know, and they shot those little plastic BBs, you know, and they would still shoot each other with them. We told them not to. Of course, probably I didn't set a very good example. The first time I got them, I said, boys, I, they got them for Christmas, and I was putting them together for them, and they're out in the yard playing with something else. And I said, I said, guys, I said, I want you to see how bad this hurts. And I was like, pow, pow, and I shot both of them, you know. And I was like, now, don't do that to each other. It probably wasn't the greatest example to do, but, <laughs> you know. But, but, you know, so they still shot each other with those airsoft guns. And they would, it would leave, you know, marks on them, and, and you know, sometimes they'd get mad at each other and stuff like that. Well, how silly would it be for me to go exchange those airsoft guns with 22s while they're still shooting each other? Thinking, oh, well, they're, they're smart enough. They've played with guns enough to know that they, they know not to shoot each other with that. Knowing full well they don't understand the ramifications of what that gun will do to them. And see, sometimes we pray and ask God for things, and it's like He's not going to put something like that in our hands that's going to destroy us. He sees the big picture, and sometimes we don't. You know, so we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit. Here's four things. Let me give you these real quick. And, man, my time's already up. Four things real quick that we're going to renew our mind on and, and things that we need to, to understand about prayer. If, if prayer. if prayer is going to be effective for us, here's four things, and we're going to come back to these and, and talk about these some throughout this series. But the first one is simply this. Prayer works. Prayer works. You know... Uh, if it's not working, then something's wrong. If you never get prayers answered, then some, you know somewhere along the line you're doing something wrong. Amen. You know uh, James says it this way. James says you know that 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 if you know if, if you don't receive, you're praying amiss. You know you're praying the wrong things. And we're going to talk about this, but but Luke chapter 18 verse one, Jesus told his disciples this. He said he said to keep praying and never lose hope. 
Look, turn over there with me real quick. And, I, and, and this is the story of the, the woman that, that came and uh, persistent widow that, that pestered the, the judge, you know. And, but, but I just want to look at verse 1 just for the sake of this morning. But, but it says, Then Jesus spoke a parable to them that men always ought to pray and not lose heart. The Amplified says it this way. Now listen to this. The Amplified says, and it says, Jesus told them a parable to the effect that they ought always to pray and not to turn coward or not to faint, not to lose heart, and never give up. Now that's interesting, isn't it? Jesus told them, always pray and never give up. Pray till you see the breakthrough. Amen? Now, there's, there's different types of prayer. There's different ways we can do that and, and everything. And we're going to talk about it. And like I said, because what you're not going to hear is this. I'm not turning this into a bunch of religious rules of do's and don'ts. Because that's not what prayer is about. Okay? Prayer is not about a list of rules of do's and don'ts. Prayer is, number one, prayer works. And then number two, I want you to see this, and we talked about this in John 15, that prayer and His Word go hand in hand. You can't separate prayer and His Word. If you don't know what His Word says, then your prayer is probably not going to be pretty effective. But right on the flip-flop of that, if you hide His Word in, if you hide his word in your heart and you know what He says, you know what His Word says, you, you've got Scripture on it, then guess what? Your prayers can be effective. And you can get answers to your prayers. The third thing is this. Prayer will build intimacy with God. Prayer will build intimacy with God. Have you ever, have you ever been around somebody, maybe, maybe you've just met them or, uh, or just, or, you know, maybe it's somebody at work or maybe it's a superior or something like that, but you're just uncomfortable around them? Like, you know, you don't want to talk to them, you don't want to say anything, you know, you don't want to, uh, you know, just, just something is just uncomfortable just to talk to them. You know, we all, we've all probably known people like that and been around people like that. How many Christians are that way with Father God, though? Sometimes they're just uncomfortable praying. And probably, to be honest with you, you can tell, uh, you can go to any prayer, anything that we label a prayer meeting, and, you know, we could have 100 folks in here this morning, and we could have prayer on Sunday night, and five or six will show up. Why? Because some people are just uncomfortable praying. I've had people tell me, Pastor, I can't pray an hour. You know, we, think, we say we're going to have a prayer meeting from 6 to 7. I've, ha- I've had people say, Pastor, I can't pray an hour. I, don't, I, I run out of words to say. I wouldn't know what to say. You see, that's being uncomfortable. Right? If I put you with your best friend, would you run out of something to say after two or three hours? Or would that conversation keep going all night? Right? You see, and so the reason maybe that you're uncomfortable in prayer is because you you just hadn't got to know him enough yet. Well, Pastor, I've I've been a Christian for 50 years. Well, just it don't matter how long you've been a Christian. How well do you know him? It's it's the intimacy. it's It's the identity. And prayer will help you get to know him better. And it'll help with the intimacy. Look right here. You're in John, uh, John 16 here. Look at, uh, or John 15, excuse me. Look at, uh, or did you turn to John? No, we turned away from John, didn't we? Look at, go back to John 15. Sorry about that. We look at verse 7 and 8 where he said, If you abide in me and my words abide in you, 
you'll ask what you will. But look down at verse 15 and 16. And listen to what, listen to what Jesus told His disciples. John, this is John 15, verse 15 and 16. Jesus said this. He said, No longer do I call you servants, for a servant does not know what his master is doing. But I have called you friends. For all things that I heard from my Father I have made known to you. You did not choose me, I chose you. And I appointed you that you should go and bear fruit, and that your fruit should remain. Now listen, here he's talking about fruit again, and now he names, he, he comes right out and names what that fruit is. He says, he says, you did not choose me, but I chose you, and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit, and that your fruit should remain, that whatever you ask the Father in my name, He may give you. So two different times, he, he correlated bearing fruit with answered prayer. And here Jesus says, He says, I'm not calling you servants anymore. He says, he says now I call you friends. See, there's a different conversation between a servant and a master and friends. It's a different level of conversation, a different level of intimacy. Prayer will take you from a servant to a friend. When you get to know Him, when you have His Word. And then here's the last one, and I want to leave you with this, and then we're going to, we're going to pray in just a moment here. But this, to me, man, this is one of the... This is, to me, this is the most important thing that you could hear today. And that's the reason I saved it for last. And it's 1 John chapter 5. 1 John chapter 5. And it's this. God hears you when you pray. As a matter of fact, just say that. Say, God hears me... When I pray, so many and listen, and I have been there where I have felt that my prayers hit the roof and bounce back and hit me in the top of the head, and I've wondered, did that go did that, did that go higher than the ceiling? Anybody ever felt that way? But I want you to hear this, and I want you to hear this well. God hears it every time that you speak to Him. And this, this verse is such an incredible verse, and I pray that you get this. Listen to this. 1 John 5, 14 and 15 says this. Now, this is the confidence that we have in Him. Remember, I talked about confidence. I talked about knowing what God said and having, having a confidence. If you have confidence in somebody, then, then it changes the whole dynamic of your relationship. If you don't have confidence in somebody, it changes that. But John said this, he said, now this is the confidence that we have in Him. That if we ask anything according to His will, He hears us. So John said, this is the one thing I know about God. That when I pray to Him, and when I talk to Him, that He hears me. Now that's great, that's great news, that He hears us. But if, he only, if that was the only thing that John said he was confident in, then we, would, we, we could say, well, He might hear us, but... He don't do nothing about it. I've had a few of those thoughts. God, you, I've been pouring my heart out to you for a long time here, and you hadn't done nothing. I may be the only one, but... But look at verse 15. He goes on to say this. And, so he tells us that wasn't the only thing he had confidence in. Verse 15 says, And if we know that He hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we have asked of Him. So John said this, 
if we know that He hears us and we pray according to His will, we could say it, we could turn that around and say it this way: that we pray according to His word, because His word is His will. You want to know what God's will is? Find it in the Word. You won't. You won't ever find God's will outside of His Word. God's will will never lead you against what this book says. I don't care who says it. I don't care what they're, what they're saying. If it goes against this word, it's not His will. I can say a lot right there, but I'll keep it to myself for right now. But He says that if, he, if we pray according to His word or His will, He hears us, and we know this. If He, if he hears us and we're praying according to His word and His will, then we, then we have received what we've asked for. Glory. That's good news. Amen. Y'all not too excited, but that's good news, I promise you. That's how you get your prayers answered. Amen. So listen, those four things. Prayer works. Prayer and His Word go together. Prayer will build an intimacy with God. And then the fourth one is to know that God hears you. And not only that He hears you, but that you have the petitions that you ask. Amen. We're going we're gonna to dig deep into that. And we're going to be looking at... We're going to be looking at different aspects of prayer. And, and listen, prayer is not hard. It's not, a, it's not a ritual. You know, it's not something that you have to wonder if you're doing it right or not. I mean, prayer is a conversation. Prayer is having a conversation. How many, how many of you know that, that you have different types of conversations with people? Well, that's what we're talking about. We're talking about different types of conversations that we're having with the Father. Amen? I mean, there's the prayer of faith, there's the prayer of agreement, there's the prayer of consecration. You know, people, I grew up my whole life hearing, hearing, you know, uh, at the end of every prayer, if it be your will, in Jesus' name, amen. Well, where did people get that from? Because, you know, and, and I, I've heard people say, well, Jesus prayed that way. Well, you know what kind of prayer Jesus was praying when He said that? He was in the garden, right, at near the end of his life. He was praying the prayer of consecration, the prayer of dedication. And he said, not my will, but your will be done. Jesus didn't tell us to pray that for every kind of prayer. He didn't say the prayer of faith, you pray if it's your will. No, the prayer of faith, you know. <laughs> right? Listen, sometimes half-truths are more dangerous than lies. Jesus did pray that, but He didn't pray it every prayer. He prayed it for one type of prayer in one situation. When He was praying the prayer of consecration and dedication, He prayed, if it be Thy will. And we can, and we can still pray that prayer. I mean, that's, that's a prayer that we can pray when we're finding God's will for our life, our will for dedicating our life and, and surrendering our life. There's a time to pray that, but it's not when you're praying for healing. It's not when you're praying to save your life. Amen. You better, you better know what God's will is. Amen. If you don't, you're in trouble. Come on now. So we're, so we're going to have fun with this. This is going to be a good series. Amen. I've been looking forward to this for a while. So we're going to, we're going to explore a bunch of different areas and a bunch of different things. I, I want to encourage you to do this. I, I hadn't really done this very often, but, but if, you have, if you have questions... Or, you know, uh, things that you've always wondered about prayer or questions about prayer or something like that. 
if you want to write them down, jot them down and give them to me, uh, I would love to be able to, 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 throughout this series, I'd love to be able to, to make sure that, we could, that, we, that I answer every question that you have. Now, I don't know that I have all the answers. I'm not saying that at all. But we'll dig into the Word and find out what the Word says about it. Amen? So if you have questions, you know, let me know. Get, write them down and give them to me. I'd be more than happy to, to see if we could address them and if we can, if we can uh, you know, get them, get them uh, answered and, and see what the Scripture says over them. Amen? Amen. All right. Well, uh, Lewis and Betty, come up here for a, mo- a moment, if you will. Hallelujah. I don't like to do this, but I told him I would. Nah, I'm just teasing. I, I love Lewis and Betty. They're my family. Uh, Lewis and Betty's been a part of us, part of us here at Destiny for, gosh, I don't know how long, a long time. And uh, but they have recently made a move to Charleston, and uh, to be to be around their their grandkids and and just be closer to family. And and we totally understand that. And 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 just and we we believe we've prayed with them and believe that was the right move for them to make. And and uh, but but you know there's there's something to be said about when people leave when they leave one place going into another, and when people want to do it the right way, it speaks volumes, you know. And and there's the right way to leave and there's the wrong way to leave, right? And and so we've talked to them and we we and I told them I would love to be able and they asked for for this too, but that we would love to to release them and send them to Charleston to be a part of their new family. Uh, they found a great church down there. That they're going to, and and uh, and we'll miss them here. But 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 we're always family. You guys know that. You guys are always part of our family. And and so so with with a broken heart, I release you guys. But 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 at the same time, we understand that there's seasons. You know, I mean, there's seasons that people are here, and there's seasons that people leave. And we this is one of those seasons that that we that we want to release you guys into prosperity. We want to release you guys into the blessing of the Lord. Listen, you guys are going to go and be a tremendous blessing to that new body. And, and you guys are going to be a tremendous blessing to the to the town and the area, the neighborhood you're in. And and uh, so so if y'all would just stretch your arms up or stretch your hands up toward them, honey, come on and and you can pray with me. And we just want to bless them and and send them out and let them know that we love them and that they always have a home here. But we understand that that we're releasing them to their new home to be a blessing, just like they were here. Amen. And and uh, so let's let's pray over them. Y'all pray pray with us as we pray. So, Father, I, I thank you for Lewis and Betty, and I thank you, Father, for the heart that they have to serve. Lord, is one thing that I've seen in both of them is that they've never, they've never said no when we've asked for help. And any time that something's going on here at the church, they've been here. And, Father, and I thank you for, for hearts like that, to, not only to serve you, but, Father, to serve the church and to serve even, even us as pastors. Lord, they've, they've served us and, and done well by us, Father. And I thank you for that. And I pray, Father, now, uh, Lord, as their pastor, I'm releasing them. Father, as, as they have made the move to Charleston, we are releasing them, Father, to their new, to their new body, to their new, to, to their new home. And, Father, we pray blessings on them. We pray, Father, that, that the blessings would just be multiplied on them. Lord, that you would continue to open up door after door after door, that the favor of the Lord would rest upon them. Father, that, that the doors of ministry would open up for them to be able to serve and to be able just to be a blessing to wherever they go and however they go. Lord, I thank you that every financial need will be met. Father, Every there will be no strain. There will be no stress. But, Father, that you are working it out to where, and, Father, you already have worked out many things, but you're working it out, Lord, to where, to where this is going to be a, uh, it has been and will continue to be a smooth move 
And Father, that it'll be the right place. Their roots will get will will go deep in in uh, their new place, Father. And and they'll be a they'll be a steady they'll be a rock, Father, for that church, just like they were for here. I pray blessings on their kids, their grandkids, Lord, and just let them enjoy the time they have, Father, there with them uh, during this season in their life. We thank you for that. So we bless them and we release them to the ministry, Father, that you've called them to there in the Charleston area. And we just rejoice with them, Father, in all that you have in store for them. And we thank you for that, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. We love you guys. Amen. Amen. So don't, get, don't y'all get no ideas about leaving either. So, I, mean, I ain't going to do this too often. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just teasing. But, uh, but yeah, so make sure. I mean, and, and they'll be back up. I mean, they'll be back up some. And, and so you'll see them a little bit. And, uh, and so, but we wanted to release them the right way and just let them know we love them. Amen. So uh, uh, remember, if you can help with Haley's uh, lunch this afternoon or supper or dinner, uh, just see Stacy tonight or right after church here, and that'll be good. So um, I believe that's all women tonight, men Monday night, and uh, Wednesday night the youth are meeting, but we'll have regular service uh, here, adult service too, uh, Wednesday night. So God bless you guys. We love you. And uh, come, ex- come expecting, come, come believing, God, that you're going to learn about prayer and that it's going to be a good thing. Amen. And we're all going to learn to pray better and be more effective in our prayers. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you guys. You're dismissed.